Every now and then, I get really frustrated with the nutrition world and feel the need to get on my soapbox. This is one of those episodes. Here's a little backstory. In my practice, I tend to notice trends that happen. Trends in the type of health problems I typically see, like I won't see anyone with histamine intolerance for months, and then I'll get like five in a matter of days, for example. Well, recently, I've had a lot of weight loss and Hashis and metabolic dysfunction, and they've all been trying to figure out what to eat and how to exercise so that they can get and stay healthy. In our conversations, the same thing keeps coming up. They say, I feel like it's just so difficult to figure out how to eat. I follow these trainers and doctors, and they all say I have to do this extreme way of eating or I'll never lose weight and get healthy. I understand that feeling completely. In fact, I've done my fair share of diets and tried many of them out there in my own quest to get healthy. Today, I want to tease apart five myths about eating healthy, give you some encouragement, and hopefully help you break free of this uber-restrictive, chronically dieting mindset and step into a healthy relationship with food. Welcome to the Therapeutic Food Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Marion Mitchell. I'm an integrative nutrition health coach, therapeutic diet expert, and founder of The Road to Living Whole. There are many different diets out there. It's hard to know which one is right for you with your chronic illness and autoimmune disease. In this podcast, I'm going to share with you the foundational pieces every single therapeutic diet out there shares, and also how to use the best one for your particular diagnosis. If you've been looking for a meal planning partner, help navigating the complicated healthcare system, and want to feel better quickly, I'm your girl. Grab your kombucha and notebook, Let's dive in. I get so frustrated for you when I'm listening to certain experts, trainers, and influencers. One of my clients was recently interviewing personal trainers. There was this one in particular that they follow on social media and thought that they would totally be able to help her reach her goals. This trainer wouldn't even talk to her until they spoke with me, which I thought was interesting. I mean, obviously, she told him she was working with, you know, somebody on nutrition and didn't need their guidance. And he was like, nope, I have to talk to this person first. Now, remember, like 80% of the the time, now, remember, 80% of the time, my clients have some serious chronic health stuff going on. And this particular client is in that percentage. So the trainer calls and I explain what I'm having the client do and, you know, my goals for her. He proceeded to tell me everything he felt like she was eating was wrong because, you know, including the fact that her chicken, heaven forbid, had a couple of like blackened parts on it and ate ketchup with her french fries. Heaven forbid. Trainers who like to push nutrition and I usually don't get along because our goals and our strategies are completely different. I'm, as a health coach, I'm all about making sustainable changes that can stick. I meet my clients where they are at, give them a foundation to start building from, help them overcome their roadblocks, And as we move forward in our journey together, I educate them slowly on more things that they can do to get and stay healthy, 
and then they usually have a good enough foundation they can continue from there. Trainers usually want their clients getting results fast, and their approach is to eat the same three meals seven days in a row. And it seriously amazes me how many of them want their clients to boil chicken. Who wants to eat rubber? That's gross. So 30 minutes later, we hang up the phone, and I was fuming. So I called a friend of mine who's also a health coach and, you know, we're talking and she starts sharing with me this conversation she had with her doctor that day and how fresh about how frustrating it is that people online make nutrition sound complicated, disgusting and incredibly boring. You know, we just were talking about this and it got me fired up even more because it isn't complicated, disgusting and boring. That's the backstory to today's episode. People just love to take healthy eating to the extreme. And in some ways, I feel like it's become almost cult-like, which makes me really sad. Of course, there are always ways to improve, right? Like, of course. But do you have to like live outside society, eat bland food, never enjoy alcohol or dessert or ketchup or french fries? Like, that is the question. Let's dive into five myths that really get me fired up and I'll share my approach to nutrition with my 10 years of experience as a health coach with them. Let's get started. Myth number one, there's only one right way to eat. This is beyond frustrating. There are debates in every dietary camp about why their way is the only right way to eat. Carnivore, vegan, variations of, you know, eating for autoimmune disease. We just want to feel better. So we find one that resonates and we try it, right? Well, there are foundational principles to follow. But beyond that, It's truly individualized for every person. Every single approach is because that's what worked for that person. And so they're saying, this is what's going to work for you. You know, some people really do feel better eating more meat or more produce. Some people thrive in a certain variation of an autoimmune protocol. And then other people get rail thin and sickly. You know, yes, there are therapeutic diets for certain conditions, but you don't live there, right? You follow that special way of eating for a certain time frame, usually three to six months, and then you transition out of that and into a way that supports your health for life. And there's a lot of flexibility in that. There is no one right diet. Like there's no one size fits all. Okay. So that myth busted. Number two, the sugar and ketchup is going to derail your efforts. I freaking hate this one. As I shared in my story, the trainer told me that. He's like, what he said was 100 calories of ketchup will derail my client's ability to reach their goals. Really? Sugar in ketchup? Like there's not way worse things that they could be doing than enjoying some food with ketchup? Give me a break. Ketchup with your fries once a week because you freaking love french fries is not going to derail your weight loss or strength building efforts. That's just dumb. 
And this goes for barbecue sauce or the sugar and teriyaki sauce or the honey in a salad dressing or the marinade or ranch dressing or give me a break. This one drives me crazy. Food is supposed to taste good. Eating isn't supposed to be a miserable experience. Food is so much more than calories and macros. It's an experience. You can eat foods that support your health with some sauce because it makes them taste better And it's not going to derail anything. Stop making food dumb and miserable. Okay? Number three, you cheat on your diet. I hate this one. You cheat on a partner, not on food. Food is food. Stop putting morality on food. While certain things you really do need to avoid and be strict on, like avoiding gluten if you have celiac disease or Hashi's, okay, yes, you're going to have to be strict on that. And, you know, consuming that food is going to literally harm your health because it's going to get your immune system going crazy, right? But having a glass of wine once in a while or a dessert once a week or maybe indulging in a little bit more sugar than normal around your period, or having chips on a road trip, you're not cheating by doing that. You're eating, and it tastes good, and it makes you happy. Life is meant to be lived, and we don't want to put morality on food. Yes, 90% of the time, we want to eat foods that nourish and support our bodies to be the healthiest version possible. But that 10% of the time, enjoy what I like to call your soul food. Foods that make you happy. If that's wine, great. If it's ice cream, great. I love me some dairy-free ice cream, okay? If you need it to be happy more than 10% of the time, you know, then obviously we need to sit down and figure out what you're eating throughout the day, and what your stress levels are looking like and you know do you have any nutritional deficiencies like we have we can dig deeper into that and address those so that your cravings become a much more healthy and reasonable level but you don't cheat on food you don't cheat on what you're consuming in your to put into your body okay we cheat on partners we cheat on tests We cheat consumers if we're going to do that, but we don't cheat on our diets, okay? Obviously, don't cheat. That's bad, right? But, you know, don't put morality on food, okay? You don't cheat on a diet. Number four, you have to eliminate all of the things all at once. This is a huge pet peeve of mine. This is not sustainable, people. Even with my sickest clients, I never, ever, ever advise anyone to do a full 180 and completely change up everything that they're doing from day one. It's impossible. People try and they'll do okay for a week or two, maybe three, and then life's going to happen. And they're going to go right back to the way that they're used to eating because it's easy and requires zero thought. And then they feel like failures and that they're getting their health back is impossible. And it's just a really ugly cycle that's heartbreaking for me. Like that's just setting people up for failure and I'm just not for that there's a much better way 
Because the goal is to support the healing process in your body by giving it the nutrition that it needs and feeding it the way that it needs to sustain health, right? Like living healthy is a way of life. It's not a goal to check off of the list. So instead of just like trying to do a complete 180 in one day, let's make changes slowly over the course of several weeks to help make the changes your habits that require very little mental effort so that you can stick with it easily. That is so much better and it sets you up for success instead of failure. And last but not least, myth number five, you don't have to eliminate anything. It's all portion control. I'm sorry, what? No, you cannot eat crap, just less of it, and expect to get healthy. That's not how this works. You're going to have to eat vegetables. You're going to have to make sure your fats are coming from healthy sources that are anti-inflammatory. You're going to have to make sure you're getting a sufficient amount of protein. You really do need to reduce the amount of chemicals that are in your food and added sugars. Like you really do have to address those. You know, so it's not just portion control, you know, and I feel like that also sets people up for failure because then people are starving because they're just trying to eat less instead of eating the same, but just changing what their plate looks like so that they feel full. The great thing is, is when you are eating foods that nourish your body, you can indulge in the foods that you really love that are probably not very good for you, but they taste amazing and they make you happy. And you can eat them without worrying because you know that 90% of the time you're supporting and nourishing your body the way that it needs to. So you can enjoy this treat and every single bite of it. And it's going to be okay. And that's freeing. You can't eat crap, just less of it and expect to get healthy. You really do have to nourish your body and give it the nutrients that it needs to function optimally. The one thing I really just want to stress again is that eating for your health doesn't have to be and it isn't complicated, difficult, flavorless, extremely regimented, lacking flexibility and lacking enjoyment. You can eat ketchup and sauces. You can have dessert. There's flexibility in truly healthy living and you need a healthy relationship with food. If you're looking for a place to help you break free from chronically dieting and chronically feeling shame and guilt around your food and how you feed your body, I would love to help you. I have a few different ways. First, I highly recommend downloading my Get Started Guide. And in this guide, I give you a truly solid place to start when it comes to eating healthy and what healthy eating even looks like. From there, I recommend joining my Facebook community. It's completely free. And there I go live while in the kitchen. I give impromptu and scheduled workshops that are usually more cooking and food related than than I get to be on here. Um, I share recipes and more. From there, if you're looking for meal plans and individualized support with what you have going on where you can take the burden of trying to get healthy and put that on me 
and I can help make that easier for you, I would love to be your health coach. I offer free 30-minute discovery calls where we will meet on Zoom, so we'll get to see each other face-to-face, and you can share with me what you have going on. You know, if you have a plan from a doctor, you can share that with me. And you can let me know what your goals are and what you want to see. And I can share with you how I can help you with that and what I have to help you reach your health goals. You can learn more about my approach to nutrition and coaching by clicking on the link that says therapeutic food framework in the show notes. And in there, you'll also see a button where you can um, where you can schedule the discovery call. My goal with this podcast and with my coaching and with my website and with everything that I'm doing is to make your life easier while healing and getting healthy. It doesn't have to be difficult and I would love to make it easy for you. Quick recap before I let you go. There is no one magic diet that is one size fits all that is super restrictive and will solve all of your health problems. Sugar in ketchup sauces and dressings is not going to derail your health goals and in fact makes food enjoyable and tastes delicious. Don't put morality on food. Food is food. You do not have to eliminate everything all at once to get healthy. And in fact, if you do, you're setting yourself up for failure. Instead, have a transition plan that makes it easy to stick to. Portion control is not everything. You can't eat crap, just less of it, and expect your health to transform. You really do have to eat produce, especially vegetables, healthy fats, and sufficient amounts of protein. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If you found this episode helpful, would you do me a favor and help others find it by leaving a review, sharing a screenshot on social media, or sharing the link with a friend? By you sharing what you've learned, others are able to find this podcast and join our community. Be sure to check out my website, www.roadtolivingwhole.com for over 160 delicious recipes, a variety of meal plans, and a blog packed full of even more healthy living tips. If you'd like to learn more about how to work with me as your coach, you can schedule a free consult through www.roadtolivingwhole.com backslash health-coaching backslash. Until next time, friend. Bye.